702. Family Matters. I want us to talk about parental exhaustion or what they sometimes call parental burnout on our Family Matters feature this morning. And I would like you to share your experiences if you are a parent that has felt exhausted. And I'd like to know how you've dealt with that burnout. There are parents who focus so much on their, of their energy on their children to a point where they even neglect to focus on their own well-being, which then leads to overwhelming exhaustion. It leads to emotional distancing from their children and a sense of being a poor or ineffective parent because you are just exhausted that you feel you've got nothing left to give. And the problem with parental burnout is that most people think that it's normal. It's part of being a parent. And many of the burned out parents feel ashamed. They feel guilty for being tired and they don't admit it. And when you're hiding your feelings and not doing anything about them, that can take a toll on you. Emotionally, your mental health. So I want us to, to shed some light on parental exhaustion and how you can identify and deal with it. And if you're a parent who feels exhausted now, how are you dealing with that? Maybe you have felt exhausted at some point as a parent. How did you deal with that exhaustion? I can only imagine how shamed some of you must have been when you say, I'm actually quite tired. And if you've been in that situation, how have you sought support? You can give us a call on 011-883-0702 to share your experiences with us. If you want to give your inputs as well, or maybe even... I ask questions around how to deal with that parental exhaustion or the guilt of just being exhausted. You can send us a WhatsApp as well on 0727021702. Kifilo Mojapilu is a psychosocial well-being practitioner and social worker who joins us now uh, to guide us through this conversation. Kifilo, welcome back to the show. Good morning. Morning, morning, Clement, and to the listeners. So when parents feel exhausted or they feel bent out where is that coming from right is it coming from all the other things that they do or can it come from specifically them and the role that they play as parents as guardians um very important question now an issue or a question rather that i want to pose to the parents out there or the listeners at large, we can just ask what comes to mind when you think of the word parenting? What comes to mind? For me, and I'm saying this because it will guide us to go to how then do we deal with this exhaustion and or how do we even prevent it? So for me, when I'm thinking of parenting, I'm thinking of it as a secondary role to my life. So I, I honestly don't believe I'm living for my kids. Some, some of the parents always say I'm living for my kids. So for me, I'm living for myself. And I ensure that I am well so that I can be able to execute my role as a parent with distinction. So if you are just going to take on the role and forget about Kifilwe, then perhaps that could be the mistake. Yes, I'm interested in the rationale or the thinking around parenting. So it's very important right now for somebody to self-introspect and think what parenting is and means to them and what is perhaps even learned or borrowed for what you think parenting is from our parents and from others so, uh, members at large. Now, be that as it may, after you've thought what parenting is, 
for me, as I'm saying, it's a secondary role to my life. I must make sure that I am fine. I I prioritize my well-being. Mm-hmm. So meaning I, I, I take time to check in with myself and make sure that I am fine so that when I get out and go to face my kids and I'm supposed to cook and help with homework, I'm, I'm fine mentally, physically, and otherwise. Then that, because that, it affects my, my being and my execution of my roles as, as to a mother and as whatever. Now, after having that done that, I'm able to trace after I've checked in with myself, am I well? So maybe it's a question to them, how well are you? How is your state of affairs, of state of your being right now, mentally, spiritually, socially, and otherwise? Because parenting tends to take over everything. Sometimes I don't have a helper, which is why you asked, why are we fatigued at times? Mm. One of the, 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 the exhaustion comes because I don't have a helper. I've got a, an, an eight to five job. I can't, and it's a Monday to maybe even Saturday. So all that, um, of course, all those set issues around us affect our parenting. And ex- at the end of the day, they cause this exhaustion that we're speaking about. Mm-hmm. So h- how does this parental exhaustion then manifests, manifest itself? Um, in, in different parents? So uh, hey, um, I'll keep on going back to say what is your, 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 your thinking, your rationale around parenting. So when all everything around you is affecting you as a person, and then, of course, with the potential of affecting your execution of your roles as a mother. So for some of us, we always say, I live for my kids and I do this for them. Okay, well, it's all good. I'm not saying you don't, I don't do that. Of course, I do that, but the, the wedding... The lingo that I use, I don't live for my kids. So that already says, Kifilo, you should be well so that you can be able to take this. So the other way is that, unfortunately, sometimes when I'm thinking I'm doing everything that I can for my kids, I'm giving this life, I'm working because of them and I'm doing all these things. I tend to forget myself. And in um, maybe in the retrospect, when life hits hard, for instance, say I'm, div- I'm getting divorced. I was doing everything for my husband and my kids. When everything comes, my kids even tend to bear the consequence of that, because I will wake up one day and say, I did everything for you. I compromised myself for you. I lived in a marriage that was not good for me, wanting not to separate with your father or your mother because I really wanted to hold this family together. So that's unfortunately tend to manifest itself in that way and therefore leading to a mental breakdown and the rest is depression and all that comes with that. Mm. How, how difficult is it for, for parents to admit that, uh, Kifile, because as, as you say, we glamorize the role of uh, motherhood or parenthood mm-hmm. or, or fatherhood so much so that when you have a mom who says, actually, at this point, I'm not enjoying being a parent or I'm actually so tired and so exhausted of the kids. You are seen as, oh, my God, you're such a terrible mom or you're such a terrible dad. How can you be exhausted of your own, exactly. of your own kids? So. And as I'm, I'm suggesting here that maybe that's part of the problem, that people are so emotionally exhausted. Part of the reason mm. is because they don't have a space that is free for them to acknowledge and actually recognize that they are tired. So they keep on pushing and going even when, when they don't have capacity anymore because how dare they admit that they exhausted from parenthood. Well, articulated, Clement. So that's the thing. And what I find or the awkward thing to the twist to all this is that most of the parents are feeling like that. When you are sitting in a, a therapy session with the parent, 90% of them feels like that. And then I tend to question myself, then why are we putting this facade or to who are we putting it out to if all of us are feeling like this? Mm. So maybe all of us could just be, can we just be so that 
your truth is your truth and your truth will open a way for somebody else's truth because closing it all in and living in this illusion that when I'm a parent, I'm not supposed to be tired because I brought kids into this world. Yes, I brought them. But being part of that is also that I will get tired and it's a reality. So let's take it like groundbreaking reality. Just start from that point to say I'm a person and I'm human. And I honestly teach my kids that I don't tell them that I'm a superman. There's a point when I really say, guys, I'm a person myself. When you leave things after I've given you food, you can't throw a plastic on the floor. I'm also a person. I get tired. So and I see a twist when they really realize that I'm now a person. And then when I'm articulating to them that I'm a person, they tend to empathize with me and be like, oh, really, mom? And then they see that. And then it goes up with everyone. All of us as parents, we feel tired. And it's a given. We will get tired, guys. We are not super moms and super dads and super superheroes. You are human. When you work, you'll get tired. Even when you don't work, you just do the house chores. You will get tired. Admitting it is very critical without even shame, Clement, because it's the reality of being human. Unless if you're not human. You're not human, then you'll be a super mom and being able to uh, fly like a hero and do everything and everything. We get tired. And that acknowledge that from the word go, even make your life easier, even with your kids. Hence, I'm saying I'm admitting it to them that I'm human mm-hmm. so that we can help each other around the house so that I don't get tired. Because when I get tired, I will get frustrated, guys. You can't be throwing things everywhere. The next thing I wake up, I must sleep clean, I must still do this. Especially even if, even if you have a helper, but even more for those who don't even have helpers. Even if you have a helper, it's just effective parent to say, teach your kids to clean after themselves so that they, they grow to be responsible people. Because that's what actually what forms effective parenting, what we mm. mean by saying effective parenting. Because there's a, there's a difference between parenting and effective parenting. Yeah. So let's teach our kids to be those responsible individuals mm. so that even we don't get that exhausted. You know what I mean? So, yeah. 011-883-0702. Do you talk to your kids about um, that kind of exhaustion? Um, how do you get them to understand parental exhaustion? And as a dad, as a mom, hmm, when does parenting takes a toll on you? And when it does, do you acknowledge it? Do you seek some help? Or are you one of those that are ashamed to admit it because society says you must always celebrate and glamorize and be happy and loving to be a mom when in fact sometimes it can get to you give us a call or send us a whatsapp voice no, voice notes Dow on the whatsapp line says clement i used to joke and say i went to work to rest we are a two-parent household i don't know how single parents do it the, uh, the good news is that it does not last um forever <laughs> yeah so kifula some parents are going to work to rest to take a rest um, oh. from the kids and that's really a reality uh, for some here's a voice note hi clement wow. um, lovely topic today i don't know if this helps but i do have my daughter for a week and then she goes to the father on weekends but during the week when i do have her um i work like probably 12 hours sometimes i have to take her to work and then i still have to go and bath her make her food and all that so it does get stressful sometimes to you know be there for her emotionally but i try my best to do so I do not fire. I get very excited to go give it to, to the dad, but I do. I feel like they should. Um, one should know when to have a break, and just do you, just do you, and it's okay to just do you sometimes. Uh, let the grandparents watch her, watch him or her, but do you? You have to always make time to have time to yourself. Mm-hmm. Uh, so important, make time for yourself. As you said, Kifule, are you living for your kids or are you living? 
um, for, for, for yourself. I once had a, a lady calling in on the show and saying, oh my God, my kids have just been uh, taken by their dad because they're co-parenting. And she said, um, I feel so bad that I'm so happy that I'm not going to be with them for the next three days <laughs> because I am tired and I need to rest. But she was feeling so bad for even saying, I'm so glad that I'm going to have time to myself resting over the next three days because there's so much shame from society with, with admitting that I'm actually tired from being a parent. Exactly. I mean, you're looking after and human exactly. beings and you must take mm-hmm. key decisions. You know, that affect these human beings. That on itself is quite a lot of responsibility. Yeah, indeed. <laughs> Let's go to indeed. Phil. Yeah, who's calling us from Waterloo? Phil, good morning. Hi, Phil. Uh, Phil, can you hear us? All right, something seems to be wrong there with Phil's line. I'll take, uh, I'll put Phil back uh, to the producers and then I'll I'll bring him back. Um, as soon as that line is re-established. So how do parents then, Kifile, uh, somehow make time for themselves, um, acknowledge that they cannot live for the kids and have their lives revolve around the kids? Because at some point, that takes a toll on you. So where do they begin in trying to find that balance? It's very important for them to identify their needs and acknowledge that you've got emotional, spiritual, intellectual, and all these other needs, and you not meeting them will affect you, unfortunately, and these social needs, because sometimes people don't go out because you've got kids. So I know that there's many circumstances around why you are not doing that, and it's valid. However, identify your needs and find a way to meet them. Don't just leave it to chance to say if and as and when. You've got needs. At some point, the balance will not balance anymore. There will that it goes. There will be a deadline, and when that goes down, you'll be the one going down. And when you go down, the well-being of your kids is affected as well. So this is not a child's play. It even affects your health, mental health, physical health. It, it's critical, Clement. So let's make time to look into our needs. Um, practical thing: look at, at yourself as a parent, as a petrol station. If you run out of fuel, from what tank will you be pouring? from. Mm. So always ensure that you are well, your needs are met. Have that time to, to an hour to say, I'm going to see my friends. If you don't have family members, maybe you are living in Gauteng, you don't have family members around. Have those, you know, there's some point where we really our friends are become a family. We create that supportive structure to ensure that we become effective parents. We are effective within our being and our before we can execute the role. So create those structures for yourself, for your well-being, even for your kids, so that you can be a better mother or parent or father to them where after you've um, filled your own need, your tank to be with people. Because you've been isolated and always parenting 24-7, it might not be so good for your well-being, unfortunately. Mm, mm. Let's try Phil again from Waterloo. Phil, good morning. Good morning, Clement, and how are you? I'm good, man. Go ahead. Yeah, no, thanks. You know, we, we, we as parents, we need to change the way we are parenting. We are parenting children the same way we were parented. Yet the social mm. climate has changed. We, we are, we are, we are in a, a democratic social system where we are an egalitarian society. Our, our responsibility is not to do things uh, for children, what children can do for themselves. We, we need to, 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 to avoid this thing of sex typing. The, their, their personality traits, girls being taught that, boys being taught that thing, but produce uh, 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 androgynous personalities where boys are taught 
to to perform duties that which were previously lily for girls. Girls are taught to produce into, and we 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 need to produce the children who are independent, self-reliant, assertive, nurturing, and and with persuasive confidence. That will help to reduce the burden that parents are doing. Children must learn to do things on their own, and it starts with how we raise them from the beginning. Mm-hmm. But I'm confident that parenthood is a prayer. Parenthood, parenting is a prayer. Parenting is a is a is a mission. Parenting is a is a is a is a is a joy. But parenting can become a challenge if we do not change the, the manner in which we are parenting. Thank you very much. Thank you for the call, Phil. Great contribution there, Camarello in Pretoria. Hi. Hi, Clement. And you know, speaking about parental exhaustion. I'm 35. I do not have children yet. But ever since I was young, you know, this role of being a, a smaller child in the family, having to take care of your sisters and brothers, children, my nephews and nieces. I think that also yeah. contributed in me not having children at this age because I'm afraid of that parental exhaustion, which I experienced while I was still very young, taking care of my nephews and nieces. Literally, if they come over in December to visit me, and then uh, in January, when I take them back to their parents, I'm literally exhausted uh, from taking care of them 24-7 when they come and visit me in December. Mm -hmm. So I literally need to take leave in January to uh, uh, regain my strength again before I I go back uh, to work because I'm exhausted from taking care of my nephews and nieces. And I don't have children today because I'm afraid if I have children, I'm going to have to deal with that type of exhaustion again uh, which mm. I experienced from a young age. Sure, yeah, yeah. Uh, thanks for 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 calling us. And and I suppose that's that's the problem, Kifula. That you know sometimes mm. the little experience people have in parenting their nieces, their nephews, that can take so much toll on them that they even are scared to have their own kids. Exactly, exactly, Kevin. And perhaps that even goes to what I love, um, the three key ways that I, I, I love bringing on conscious parenting programs. Being conscious, being deliberate, being intentional. When you are conscious, you avoid certain things because there's, there's that level of awareness, both within yourself, within the environment, within which you live in, your kids live in, even on your kids. So imagine when you are giving kids at a certain point, were you conscious of what that does to that child at that point, who that child was coming at that age? Mm. So what did that do to him? Were we cognizant enough of the fact that this is what I'm doing and this is the consequences it might have? And also going to what Phil said, um, the, I, I, when I heard what he's saying about uh, parenting and switching the roles, it's what we normally discuss, the philosophy of gender and on how that affects them on the parenting of well down. Mm. Because it's critical to, to look at those things because unfortunately it is a world that we live in today. There is, and we probably don't even speak a father or not even father, a girl boy. There's, to some degree, there's that conversation that we might have about people, not necessarily attaching to a gender because then it's important it expands your mind beyond just being that rigid parent, like he said, how we were raised. So it's a beautiful conversation that we have with parents and that sometimes they feel, no, we shouldn't come. So opening it up is important because then we learn from each other as parents. Yeah. Lerato in the West End. Good morning. Hello. Morning. How are you? I'm all right. Go ahead. I'm okay. I just want to emphasize um, the importance of taking care of your wellness, your mental wellness, mm. um, especially as young parents. And I feel like 
uh, as a black society, we we have labeled like your wellness clinics as a place you only go when you've got issues with your mental health. Forgetting that mm. it's a place where you actually need to go to take care of you as an individual. There's a saying that says you can't pour out of an empty cup. Mm. So uh, being a parent on its own is already a full-time job. So everybody actually, if you take time to actually just spend time to just get to know yourself better, uh, you know, instead of just always wanting to be the solver of things. So I recently went to the wellness clinic and it was a tough decision for me to do. Yeah. And uh, I told myself, I can't carry on like this because I'm going to break down. I need oh. to actually recover. I need to give them uh, my full self and I can't do that if I'm breaking down. So it was uncomfortable. Okay. It was not a, a, a nice thing to do to live leave kids behind but eventually I need to do it so that they can have the happy mom mm. the, the healthy mom and yeah it's a, it, it sounds like it's a selfish decision but when you come back you are ready to pour again because you are full again yes mm-hmm. yes Lerato um, and you they've got yeah. the best version of their mom right yeah so you reboot in a way so it, it, we must stop this association of giving wellness clinics uh, names or associating with, with the with the this thing that you go there when you've got issues mm. or when you've got problems sometimes you just need it to really just go and reconnect and find yourself again yes yes oh Lerato, great contribution there thanks for calling uh Lerato in the west ranch she just came back from a wellness clinic um, because she also had this parental exhaustion we're talking about. Have you ever felt it? Are you suffering from parental exhaustion perhaps now and you've got questions around how to deal with that and, and how have you dealt with it in the past if this is something you've experienced? I'm going to take more of your calls. 702 Family Matters. All right, let's continue with your calls, with your WhatsApps as well. 0727021702. Parental exhaustion. Are you feeling it now? Have you felt it? How have you dealt with it? Good morning, Clement and the team. The reality of the matter is that these days life is really busy, right? So we have to work, we have to provide, we have to look ourselves physically, we have to look after the kids. Parenting is there, but I agree with the previous caller. We need to have time for ourselves. We need to take time and make time for us. And as a result, uh, me, my little one, um, who is the last born, uh, it's nine years old, so as a result, we have a time, nine o'clock, she's in bed, then I have time to myself. During the week, during school holidays, my mom at least is very happy to actually host her because my others are really teenagers, they're older, so they look after themselves. So I find that working for me because as a result, I don't want to become a negative parent, noting that I am a single parent, so it's very important on that. Thanks a lot, Shadi Kempton Park. Oh, wonderful, Shadi. Uh, thank you for that. Th- does it help, Kefilo, when you actually talk to your parents and get them to understand parental exhaustion where you say listen you've got to sleep at this particular time because mommy or daddy or mommy and daddy need their time because some parents would would some would argue well i don't want my kids to feel like we're abandoning them because we want to somehow prioritize our time but well maybe the kids should understand that there's a need for you to prioritize your time so how do you even begin to have a conversation with the kids so they understand that you love them, you support them, you're here for them, but also you have a life and you also need to have some time to yourself. Exactly, Clement. Um, exactly well said. So first and foremost, I would say let's get used to having parental meetings or a, a meeting, or family meetings rather in the house, not parent, family meetings. 
because for me, I they know they have to be in bed by eight so that I can for them and we are okay and I need to check in with daddy. I've had the time with you from this time after school to this time. So this is time for you to sleep and you, and then you explain the benefits both for them and for us. And that way I'm thinking could be a modeling a, a strategy for the kids to see how things are done in the family to say, you know what, you need to rest as well. So that we also don't reproduce the same circle of um, a facade or an illusion that parents are superheroes and they don't get tired. So let's do that more so that our kids can see and see us for human beings that we are. So we need to um, start by having those family meetings where we share family values. As young as two, my child knows what the family value is. To know that, oh, now we there's time to review those family values. And when we are heading for a, we are, we are heading for a holiday somewhere, we know that I'm also rewarding them because they adhere to the family values. So let's have those and, and get used to, if you are not having positive reinforcement, when you've done this, I'll reward you with this. So that they learn and uh, 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 they, they see that they, um, of course, the family bond will also increase, but they see that they're important in the family. They also see that mom needs to rest right now. So let's have those family meetings where we address mm-hmm. all these things. It's very important. Um, hence, I, I don't know without family values and family meetings, where would I be? Yeah. And it also provides not just an opportunity to bond with our kids, but um, it also creates a, an opportunity for kids to know that we can express ourselves in this way and we feel valued. It also enhances their self self esteem. So it just does more than one thing in, in, in that family meeting. Yeah. Hi, Clement. So I have two weekends where there is somebody to assist me with the child. And then there's two weekends where I am a full-timer, like a mom through the throughout the entire weekend. And the two weekends that there is somebody there to assist me with, I do my own thing. I take a time out from my child. I will bond with them later on in the evening when I come back from having fun time because it's also important not to lose ourselves in this we are parents yes but we were other people before we actually became moms and i just don't allow the mom guilt to fester because i need to be a well-rounded human being to actually show up for her if i don't do that what i find is that i actually end up projecting my stresses onto her so i always make sure that i have me time and it's definitely guilt-free. Mm, love it. I love it. You know, Kifule, I, I was once, <laughs> you know, some listeners once where I'm unhappy about what I had said because we were talking about, you know, families and having kids. And I said, when I have kids, like, do I have to be with my kids in my house every day? Because, and I see them every day because <laughs> I just feel, I, I mean, honestly, I would love to get to a point where I'm like, mm, guys, do you mind? I'd like the weekend by myself in this house. So either you are going to granny or I don't know, book them somewhere. But I don't know if I'm ready to see these little ones every single day of my life and be responsible for them. And I know that might sound bad, but I treasure my time that much. And maybe I'll get to a point where I dedicate my entire life to the kids. But isn't that what's also needed sometimes? Like, Go on a solo trip, trip by yourself, and and then you can have other trips with the family, with the kids. But sometimes just do you, because I love that voice note that says, "Before we were even parents, we had lives and we were ourselves." And that doesn't get erased overnight because there's a little bundle of joy that just came through. 
Yes, Kifile? Hi, comment. Oh, I feel like yeah. you were gone. But, oh, yeah, you are very right. Um, hence, I, I, and we have to be proactive about it rather than reactive. Not only when you are feeling this exhaustion, mm. you're like, kids, you need to. So let's be proactive. Hence, I'm saying today I'm really emphasizing being conscious, being deliberate, and being intentional. Like, literally, I know part of my kids bonding with their um, relatives, their, my sisters, their relatives from the Majapilos, it's actually taking them there. Mm. So during holidays, it's, it's not even a negotiable. My kids need to bond with their other external uh, relatives and family members. Mm. Visit your your, your family. So for me, that is a time out to say, let's do us. Let's go wherever we want to go. Even if, like literally, Clement, I'm very deliberate about it. Even if it's my kid is just six months old, I will literally ask my mom to come over and mm. take a child for the week and I go for a family a, a vacation and then I come mm. back and retreat. Up. <laughs> yes. Literally. So, like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I like that. I like that. The six month old, you're like, I'm going for a vacation. That is important. Yeah. You know, that is so important. Yeah. Oh, Malibu here on the WhatsApp line says, Dear Clement, I was always exhausted to a point where I would just cry. I got hospitalized due to the exhaustion and that was a turning point for me i realized that i had to fill up my cup so that i can take care of others i take naps nowadays which is something i never knew how to do i now know how to leave the dishes in the sink overnight i'm now taking a week's solo trip for the first time away from my family i feel so empowered i'm glad that my kids are okay with my upcoming break. That's amazing. That's a message there uh, from Mulebo Heng. I'm so glad, Mulebo Heng, and I hope you're going to enjoy um, that trip that you're taking for the first time ever away from, from the family. And you can, you can even hear in this message, she's feeling so empowered. Uh, she's feeling so happy. She can take naps, you know, without worrying about, you know, other things. She can leave uh, the dishes in the sink overnight because she understands she's not a superhero. She's not some super mom. She's a human being who also needs to fill her own cup. It's 11 minutes now. Before 7.02. Family Matters. Parental exhaustion is what we're discussing on our Family Matters feature as we wrap up the show. It's uh, nine minutes now before 12 o'clock. Let's go straight to your voice note. Hi, Clement. Um, I'm a single mother of two and an expat. So I'm a foreigner and I had to send my kids home in 2018 because of company restructuring and I had to move around a lot and and I just wanted the kids to be in a stable environment so I sent them to my mom in Zim. So when they were here, um, I would like come, come home from work and basically they knew that if, if, if mom is taking a bath or she's in the bathroom, she's taking a bath, like she'll, I'll spend an hour just in the tub just to sort of de-stress and find myself and, and, and yeah, before I deal with, with, um, with everything. But yeah, it's, 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 it's true. You, you get exhausted from work, from being a single mom, from juggling this and that and work and, yeah. But I owe my mom a lot for taking care of the kids for, um, the past couple of years. Mm. Oh, what can we do without uh, our mothers, right? Fifi says, uh, Clement, the day I decided that I'm not my mom, 
I got liberated. My baby sister and I have a motto uh, that homes are not for cleaning um, and for enjoying. One weekend a year, I'm not a mom. Uh, Fridays to Monday morning, yeah, the alternative weekend is me weekend. So that's how uh, Fifi says um, she deals with it. Another one says, hi, Clement and Kifile. I've never felt any form of any guilt for being away from my two babies right from day one. I've taken holidays without them before. Uh, they are now 21 and 13 and have always understood how important it is for mommy to have her me time. They are very independent today, confident, and I have no doubt um, that whole happy human beings they are. I always say it's me first um, and then the kids, etc., etc. That's a message there from D. Thank you, D. Um, for that, uh, someone was asking earlier, Kifula, if you've got tips for um, parents who are feeling this parental uh, burnout, what are some of the things to do? How do they, you know, care for themselves? Yeah, so um, I would highlight first explore the challenges that are affecting now maybe your parenting and perhaps even causing the exhaustion so that you can be able to empower yourself and capacitate yourself to know how to deal with them. And then after that, explore, like I said, what are your needs at the moment right now? Social needs, you're not just be specific, social, spiritual, intellectual, if you need to read a book, which friends you need to, which uh, um, perhaps even um, programs you need to attend during the year so that you capacitate yourself and you literally empower yourself, maybe intellectually on other things. So look at those needs, assess yourself, introspect yourself, sit with yourself and fill in your tank so that you are filled in. Moreover, um, I would, I would, if I could, advise parents to really, or suggest to them rather, to really attend these parenting workshops and seminars that are out there. I know I do conscious parenting programs, and in one of them, we really we have this par- right of parents, rights and responsibilities for parents, which I also share with the kids because there's conscious things, there's all conscious parenting programs, so that they don't think that we we only emphasize um, uh, children's rights and responsibilities. But even as parents, children need to understand so that I share that with them and they see that the parents have the right to be heard, to be respected, have time to themselves, and they see that. So if you can attend those things, look at all those opportunities so that you don't have to feel guilty if you are. Also, please, please, please self-care. We cannot say anything. I always start my programs with self-care. You cannot do anything without self-care because we need you first. Your work needs you first to be healthy before you can give in whatever. Your kids need you to be healthy first before they can be. Moreover, like I said, modeling. What are you modeling to your kids? Are you also indirectly or unconsciously saying, have you are a super mom or a super dad, hold everything to yourself and run, and when you fall, you drop dead? Because unfortunately, most of us don't have a ten- The turning point is so massive that by the time you hit that turning point, you are either admitted into a depression ward, and if you're likely to come back, you come back. So mm. most of us might not be able to come back from the from the, the our turning point. So can I really, in closing, ask this to be your turning point? May you use this um, this show at this moment, right now, listening to this show as a turning point, because unfortunately, they, they might be damning if you leave this to chance. So mm. really, Clement, I don't know how to overemphasize that. Yeah, so that is yeah. that. And also by giving yourself time, you are creating independent kids, like the last caller said. And be, and also separation anxiety. When you're always clinging onto your kids, what kind of human beings are they going to be? Yes, yes. So it's yes. very important to be conscious, being deliberate and intentional. Yeah.
about yourself. Good morning, Clement and the team. Uh, thank you very much for a great topic. Hey? Um, so I do not have uh, any f- parents and um, I do not have any close family members and stuff. And my husband as well, it's just the same. So this topic has actually made me realize that it's okay to be selfish at some point um, so that I can be fully involved with my kids. So I'm a mother of three and I've never, ever taken a solo uh, trip just to recharge. So thank you very much for a great show. Uh, Because of this, of your show today, I am contemplating doing that just to recharge so I can be fully available for them have a lovely day bye yes please go enjoy your time go on a solo okay. trip thank okay. you for that voice note kifilo okay. mujapilu psychosocial well-being practitioner and social worker thanks for making time for us